Hello, and welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, mystic, spiritual midwife, and visionary leadership guide. It's my great pleasure to share inspiring and intimate conversations and emerging wisdom gathered from our collective feminine journey of awakening. My guests are revolutionary women at the cutting edge of both personal and global transformation. I invite you to join us in claiming our sovereignty, changing the world, and flourishing no matter what. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, spiritual midwife, mystic, and transformational guide. Welcome to the show today. As women, so many of us have worked hard over the years not to get too full of ourselves. Having learned that it was a flaw rather than the natural expression of our evolution. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the value and the gift of becoming full of yourself and the importance of that. So first and foremost, what does it mean to be full of yourself? and what's possible when you become full of yourself. Well, one of the things I love most about doing transformational work with women is watching them becoming more full of themselves. And what I mean by that is really becoming more full of both their essence allowing their gifts and their wisdom to express more fully and powerfully, to be more comfortable in their own skin and allowing themselves to just be who they are, to celebrate who they are, to know who they are is a gift. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about an ego-driven desire to be uh, grandiose or to receive externally. It really is about being sourced fully from within. And I, I just heard earlier today someone talk about um, the term sorceress, and I hadn't known this, but apparently the roots of that word, of the word sorceress, is to be sourced from within yourself. And of course, we as women have been reinforced for a long, long, long time not to source from within. We have been taught to look outside ourselves for power, for authority, for value, and so when I speak about becoming full of yourself in the best possible way, it really is about becoming so filled with your own essence, your own energy, your own vibrancy, your own light, that you are 
luminous, that you are radiant, that you are generously, exuberantly sharing your gifts and your true self with others and with life. So most of us start out early in life with a natural predisposition to be full of ourselves. When I look at my young niece and nephew, who are four and six, and when I remember my daughter as a very little girl, I can recall all those times when they would be saying, look at me, look at me, look at what I can do, and just craving that attention and that audience to self-express. And you might be able to think back to a time in your own life when you felt so delighted and so proud and so eager to express yourself and to express who you were and what you were capable of or what you knew. And I would invite you to even go back and imagine in your mind's eye that younger version of you For me, it's my four-year-old self who's on top of the picnic table with her cousins singing and dancing and performing some song in front of our parents and people from the neighborhood and just feeling so joyful and alive and glad to be myself. So what is the vision that you get What is that younger expression of you that carried that exuberance and that light? See if you can watch with your mind's eye and hold her innocence and beauty with sacred reverence and honor. Because it is that innocence that inner sense of expressing who we are and what brings us joy and delight that supports us in becoming full of ourself in the best possible way as grown women. And that innocence is to be honored and appreciated and reclaimed as part of this journey. And if that exuberance and that vitality was received and reflected powerfully from those in our world who could see our essence and our gifts and our beauty. If if it was received and they reflected it back to us, it allowed it to grow and to flourish and expand and to mature. But for so many of us, that was not the case. For so many of us, we received messages, whether within our family, our culture, our church, from our peers, that told us that that exuberant expression, that full expression of who we were, of who we are, was not okay in some way. So we learn to tamp it down or to hide it 
or to recede into the background or to titrate who we are into little bits to a fraction of our real essence. It's like wearing that corset or binding of the feet. It is that diminishment of the potency and the purity of who you are. And I'm here to give you permission to chuck the corset, get rid of the feet bindings, and all the versions of that that you have done on your own psyche and on your own being and all the ways that you have tamped down in order to make others more comfortable or more uh, at ease or feel safe. Those days are over. It is time. It is time for you to let that potency of your essence rise up and fill you a beyond full, like brimming over so that you become like the fountain, the fountain of your essence. Because the fact of the matter is, my dear, is that you are a sacred expression of the divine. That is your true nature. And when you tamp that down, when you limit that, the world is missing out on a beautiful expression of the sacred that is needed and that is meant to be a part of the dance of creation. And more importantly, when you hold yourself back and you're not in your fullness, you miss out on the exquisite joy, vitality, vibrancy, passion of full-on living, of being your full self. So while it would be a disappointment for the whole of life to miss out on the beauty and the treasure that is your full self, it is a bigger disappointment for you when you're not able to express that and live into that. So beloved, how do we get there? How do we open to that full self within us? First, we need to examine what is the form that the corset takes in your world, in your life, or the binding of the feet. What is the form that that has taken? And along with that, looking at what else have you taken in that has either diluted or, or begun to corrode your state of being where things have become toxic within you. So the very first step is releasing. It is about releasing what is not you, what is not your essence, what is not the truth of who you are. It might be someone else's projection or story about who you are or what you're capable of or what your true nature is. It's important that we let go of all of that. 
at the same time, you begin to reclaim those parts that were cast away or lost. You begin to call back your innocence. You begin to retrieve your wild woman. You begin to reconnect with that wisdom within you. And you start to call back all those fragments of essence that have been in hiding or cast away or disowned. You bring them all back. And then you get to the point where you can begin to nourish that essence and that beingness within you by pursuing passions and by pursuing those yearnings of your heart and your soul, those activities, those interests, those yearnings and dreams that bring you alive and that light you up. So whether you start pursuing more creative endeavors like writing or painting or dancing, or you do more exploring and adventuring, or develop your athletic skills and ability. Anything goes. Whatever feeds your soul and is calling to you is the way that you start to rebuild that essential you and bring her back into vibrancy and life and keep feeding and sustaining her. And the final component is something that you can do all along the way, which is beginning to call into your life those people that can first see you. They can see the seed of who you are. They can see that thread, that glimmer shining through, and their presence and their reflection calls her out more powerfully. And then over time, if need be, they help call you back. They help call back those portions of yourself that have been cast aside. So having community, whether it be a sisterhood or a partner, uh, is vital. It is vitally important because we need those that can both receive who we are and the fullness of who we are as we are growing and maturing into that. And we need those who can reflect back powerfully the gift and the beauty of our true nature. And that naturally enables us to develop from that little seed to the sprout, to the bud, and then the full-on blossom because we are beings that need community and we crave community. And that is how we come into our fullness and become full of ourselves and then we become a greater gift to our community because we are all connected and not only do we become full for ourselves, but 
In doing so, we give others permission to do that, and we create this wellspring of generosity and light and fullness as opposed to lack and scarcity and competition and one-upmanship and vying for resources, we're able to access that source from within, that sorcery. And when we come from that place of sorcery or sourcing from within ourselves, then we start shifting the state of humanity So it's up to us, beloved. It's up to you to become full of yourself and to share that fullness with the world. That is the vision I am holding for you. That is the invitation from life. And I am celebrating each step that you take. So for now, beloved, I'm sending you my love and appreciation for taking this time to be with me today, and as always, reminding you to trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And visit theradianceequation.com to receive your copy of The Radiance Equation, a visionary's guide to coming out of hiding, owning your wisdom, and creating your greatest impact.